to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, I hope you are doing well and enjoying your summer holidays. Um, If in fact you do get any holidays from summer, sometimes it feels a little bit more like work for us mamas, doesn't it, with the kids around? Speaking of being mamas, today's topic is all about being a mama and raising our kids who are confident and steadfast and stable in this crazy world. And when I say confident and steadfast, I don't mean that they don't experience challenges in their mental health. I don't mean that they don't experience temptations in their lives. I just mean that they are confident in knowing where they fit in the family and who they are. And I think that's so important. Um, I didn't grow up that way. I didn't grow up feeling safe or secure. I didn't grow up knowing with confidence my place in the family. I didn't grow up sure upon sure upon sure. Is that even the right saying? Sure upon sure? (laughs) Am I making that up? I was not sure of the love of my parents. It felt conditional, not unconditional. And I never felt like I could meet the conditions constantly and steadfastly to have their love. And that had me grow into a very insecure adult. It caused a lot of mental health challenges. And it's stuff that to this day, I'm recovering from. And to this day, I'm unlearning a lot of things so I can be confident and strong in who Christ has made me to be. And before I started on the path of unlearning things and rewiring my brain and healing from my childhood trauma, I was starting to repeat the pattern with Caleb. And I've shared this in other um, episodes as well, that when um, Caleb was growing up, I was repeating patterns of creating an environment that wasn't secure, that wasn't stable, where there was some insecurity in him. And, you know, to this day, he struggles with anxiety and OCD. And I don't know if his early childhood upbringing and the way I was contributed to that or not, but those are some struggles he has now. And I am so committed to not repeating my parents' mistakes. I'm so committed in creating a home environment where Caleb is safe and secure. And I know that that's what you guys want for your children too. I know because I'm a mom. We want the best for our kids. We want our kids to know that they love, that they're loved, that they're cherished, that they're wanted. We want our kids to be confident in who God created them to be, even if they have challenges like anxiety or OCD or whatever. We want our kids to be 
um, secure in a world that wants to tell them who they are and who they aren't, right? We want them to be secure in the knowledge of God. So how do we do that ourselves? You know, in Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not turn from it. And I think sometimes with good intentions, we take that word train and we almost militarize it, that we become these uh, strict formulaic parents where kids need to get in line, like training boot camp. And I think that that is not the training that God had in mind. And I, and I, and I look to Jesus, right? Like Jesus is our ultimate example. And I look to Jesus and how he shepherded the 12 disciples. That is our example of training up our children and how they should go. Jesus was training up these children of the kingdom, these disciples in how they should go. And then they did not depart it to their death. They did not depart it. And I think we need to look at Jesus and his gentleness and his love and his correction and his reconciliation and how he treated the disciples. In Ephesians 6, 4 and in Colossians 3, 21, fathers are told not to exasperate or embitter their children right? Or they all become discouraged. Well, moms, I think that's for us too. We're not to cause our children to become angry or to embitter them or discourage them. And if we're honest with ourselves, how many times do we do that with our words, with our words? As we get into this, I want us to be reminded of Psalms 127, three to five, that children are a heritage from the Lord. Offspring, a reward from him, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, right? That's what children are. They are a reward, a heritage, and we are to be good stewards of them. And so how do we do that? How do we practically be good stewards of our children and train them up in the way that they should go in a way that they are confident in who they are and know their place in the family. Let me ask you this. Does God ever make you question who you are? Does God ever cause you to doubt your place in the family? I know the enemy will try to cause you to doubt. I know the world will cause you to doubt. I know your own insecurities will cause you to doubt, but does God ever cause you to doubt? I remember once before I started on my healing journey, I was just so overwhelmed with motherhood. I was so frustrated with how I kept letting Caleb down in the way that I let my emotions and my anger and my lack of patience overcome me all the time. And I went to the church and it was during the week and it was empty. And I sat in the sanctuary in the dark in one of the pews. And I just remember saying to God, I wish you knew what it was like to be a parent. <laughs> what a silly thing for me to have said. And he so gently said, I am. I'm a father. How do I parent you? And oh, that brought such conviction to my life because God is patient with me. 
God is loving with me. Whenever he needs to correct me, I never feel shame. I never feel lack of love. And in fact, whenever God corrects me, it's like he corrects me with a warm embrace. I always feel loved on by God, even during times of correction. And that really was a turning point for me in understanding, oh, I need to parent Caleb the way God parents me. And the very first thing I needed to do in order to be more like Jesus in my motherhood was I had to take a look at myself. I had to take an honest look at myself and do an inventory. Where am I like Jesus? And where am I consistently falling short? And when I first did that inventory, can I tell you, I was falling short everywhere. I was falling short everywhere. And I had to be brave enough to look at that, not out of a place of shame, not out of a place of guilt, but out of a place to understand where I needed to pour into course correct. And for me, it was across the board, across the board. So what do I do with that? The next thing I had to do is I had to do the work to heal myself and stabilize myself. Listen, moms, I know from experience that our children can trigger us sometimes, but guess what? It is not the child's fault. I can't remember how many times before I was healed when Caleb would trigger me, I would lash out at him. My trigger would cause me to lash out on him. Does that resonate with you? It was not his fault that I was triggered. It was my fault for not taking responsibility over my healing. It was my fault for not learning the skills and how to work through being triggered. It was my fault. I am the adult. I am the responsible one. And mama, I'm telling you this out of love, not out of mom shaming, not out of mom guilt, but we have to own our stuff. We have to own our stuff. We are the adults in this relationship. Our child is a child and we cannot expect them to emotionally regulate themselves. We cannot expect them to tiptoe around us. That breeds insecurity. We have to take ownership over our own healing. You have trauma in your life, go to a therapist and work it out. You have mental illness in your life, Take responsibility on on managing it. Go to the doctor. Do what you need to do, right? Like I I have to make sure that I am taking care of myself. And this is what I tell my ladies in our In His Image Wellness Collective. You have to make sure that you are taking care of yourself so that you are equipped to be more like Jesus. That means I have to be eating right. I have to be moving my body. I have to be sleeping right. Yeah, for me, that means I have to be taking my medication for my mental illness. I got to go to therapy. I got to do the work on myself to be healed. I've got to do the sanctification work in my life. I got to allow the Holy Spirit to move in my life. I need to spend time with Jesus every day. How else am I going to be made in his image if I'm not so sure about what his image is? He reveals himself to us in the word. He corrects us in the word. He teaches us in the word. We want to be more like Jesus and how we parent. We've got to get into the word.
my Jesus time in the morning is non-negotiable. And guess what that does? Not only does that put me in the right heart posture for the day, it is modeling for my son the importance of Jesus time. That I can't do it on my own. So you got to look at yourself. You got to do the work to heal yourself and take care of yourself and take responsibility over yourself as the adult in the relationship. And then you got to imitate God and how you parent to imitate God. What is God to us? He's our refuge, Psalm 46, 1. He's our peace, John 14, 27. He's our comfort, 2 Corinthians 1, 3. He is love, 1 John 4, 16. He is our guide. He gives us wisdom. He gives us correction. He gives us identity. Are you a refuge for your child? Does the child find peace in your presence? Are they comforted in your presence? Are they sure that they are unconditionally loved no matter what they do? Do you offer offer God-driven guidance and wisdom? Do you correct and love the way God corrects? How do you feel when you get corrected by God? You feel remorseful, but you feel loved. I have never been corrected by God and felt his love withheld from me. When you are correcting your children, is there love? And let me tell you, there is so much we can learn from Jesus and how he discipled his, his disciples and how we train up our children. He spoke truth over them. He pointed them to Jesus. Do you point your children to Jesus? He modeled for them taking rest, taking time to pray. What are you modeling your kids? You see, training up our kids and how they should go is not just giving them a list of rules to follow that we don't follow ourselves. They learn much more from us in what we model. In what we model. What are you modeling? And lastly, you need to affirm their identity in Christ. You want confident kids, then they need to be confident in who they are in Christ, that they are loved by God, that they are never alone, that they were made with purpose, that they are not an accident, that God has a plan and a hope for their future, that no matter what happens with the world, no matter what they're up against in the world, that they have the victory in Christ Jesus, that no matter how thing, how hard things get with them, they can do all things through Christ Jesus. We need to affirm their identity in Christ. Speak truth over them. Speak life over them. You know, training up our children in the way that they should go, in my experience, is much more about how we are training ourselves up. And modeling that. Yeah, take a look at yourself, ladies. You got to do the work to heal and stabilize yourself. You got to imitate God, right? He is our, our example of a parent. Imitate God. How does God deal with you? How does God love you? How does God give you peace and comfort? And then affirm your child's identity in Christ. 
Let their confidence be rooted in Jesus. The affirming truth I have for you today is I can take control over my own behavior so I can steward my children well in Jesus name. And I actually want to go to James 1:19 for our affirming truth verse. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. When you're dealing with your kids, listen to them. Listen. Be slow to speak. Be slow to come, become angry. Listen. And in all things, pour out love. Pour out love. You can do this, mama. No mom guilt. No shame. That's of the enemy. Your motherhood is your first anointing and your first calling. And the enemy will do whatever he can to rob you of that. Don't let him. Don't let him. Do the work on yourself so that you can show up in the image of Jesus for your kids. Not that you're their savior, but that you love them the way Jesus loves them. All right. Be blessed, friend. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one -on -one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with the truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one -on -one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.